0: Okay, so this is my take on the Owl-Eyed Man from The Great Gatsby, and I apologize if you hear cars and lots of background noise, because I am outside recording, because my house is very loud. Um, So, we're first introduced to owl Eyes in Chapter 3, and he is described as a stout middle-aged man with enormous owl-eyed spectacles and To me he he would seem like a very wise person because Owls are known as very wise creatures and a lot of people a Lot of people believe that people with glasses are smart Which I wouldn't I don't know. I don't know about that. But anyway, um, Nick sees um, Owl Eyes and Gatsby's library drunk during the party, and he is very different from all the other guests because instead of listening and trading rumors about Gatsby, he investigates his house to see what he could find about the kind of person he really is. And as he goes to investigate, that's when Nick catches him, and he is shocked and amazed that Gatsby's books are real and he says on page forty five, absolutely real. Have pages and everything. I thought they'd be a nice durable cardboard. Matter of fact, they're absolutely real. Um, and then at the end of page forty five, going on to page forty six, he says, See, he cried triumphantly, it's a bona fide printed piece of matter it fooled me. This spell is a regular Belasco. It's a triumph. What realism! Knew when to stop too. Didn't cut the pages. In this quote, um, he compares Gatsby to David Belasco, who was very famous for making his sets as a theater producer look as realistic as possible. And, uh, Gatsby putting all those books out into the library like shows us that he knows that no one at the party is going to go into his house and into his library and check each of his books to see if he touched and read them or not. And um, this is how Gatsby keeps up his act. Um, however, Owl Eyes sees right through that perfect Oxford man image besides Nick. Um, and they are the only two characters in the story who does. And to me, Owl Eyes is just like the eyes of T.J. Echelberg, um, and they relate to me because on page 160 of chapter eight, when Wilson is talking about and, like, mourning the death of his wife, Myrtle, we don't really care about, kind of terrible, um, he says, God sees everything. And as he says this, he's staring at the eyes of T.J. Ekelberg, like the billboard, that's looking down onto the Valley of Ashen. And just like God sees everything and sees everyone for who they truly are and what their intentions are, so does the Owl-Eyed Man, and that's how he's not easily fooled by Gatsby. And other than him being like involved in a car like a car accident right after Gatsby's party you don't really hear anything else about him until chapter 9 and this is when he is one of the very few people who come to Gatsby's funeral and he says to Nick when he arrives I couldn't get to the house he remarked neither could anybody else go on he started why my god they used to go there by the hundreds he took off his glasses and wiped them again Outside and in, the poor son of a bitch," he said. Owl Eyes, I feel, kind of has sympathy for Gatsby, and and how all these people had just come into his home and partied, and then, like, when the guy dies, no one comes to pay respects to him. And I think Fitzgerald putting a character like the Owl-eyed Man in this novel is important. Even though his part is like really small and minor, he's he's very flawed like the other characters are, as Nick describes him as bad drivers. However, like Nick, he is the only one who doesn't want to take anything from Gatsby. And his role in the novel like sheds light on the fact that there is more to Gatsby than what you first see.